I love anal. I just love it. I love anal. I love it. I love anal. I love it. I just love it. Good evening. How's everyone doing? Welcome to Mattress in the Pool Pod, your favorite podcast about Bad Girls Club. And also on Fridays, make sure to check out Club Kid Boots, the my Dragula review show slash spinoff of Mattress in the Pool Pod. Um, I'm recording this late. I am sorry. This episode was supposed to be out a day ago, and it's not. It's the holidays. I'm trying my best. Um, but anyway, please go follow my Instagram. Which is, I think it's just Mattress in the Pool Pod. Yes. Go follow my Instagram at Mattress in the Pool Pod. Excuse me. For all show updates. So that I can, you can see, you know, if you're looking on Spotify or Apple Podcasts on the day that the episode is supposed to be out. And it ain't there. And you're like, what's this bitch doing? All the updates and when things are coming out will be there. That being said... Let's get started. Oh, first off, so first things first, I need to correct this mistake that I made. So I said that Megan, I think her name's Megan James, right? Anyway, I, I said Megan was from, but the Megan I'm referring to, I said she was on season six. There was no Megan on season six. I meant the Megan from season nine. So sorry about that. I don't know why the fuck I said that. But however, her mom, Char, was on season six. Anyways. Oh, my God. Oh, also, um, this um, this guy on YouTube, he's called The Unpopular Party. He um, is has been, uh, well, right now he only has one part out, but he's, he said he's got other parts coming out. But um, he's doing, like, this series on, like, the eras of Bad Girls Club. But right now I know he's got um his first video out for like the first like the first few seasons um yeah go check out his uh video i thought it was really good and it really like summed up like that first era of bad girls club but i can't wait to see what he what the video for the second era because that second era was the best personal i think personally like but is it was that like starting with season six i think it was starting with like season five or six but yeah, that time, like, cause like, I'll talk about these things more when I get to these seasons, but I definitely feel, and I've noticed a lot of people that comment, that give commentary on Bad Girls Club say the same thing, that season four was kind of that turning point. It's kind of like Drag Race, cause season four was kind of a turning point, and then season six was like a turning point for Drag Race, and it's almost kind of the same thing for Bad Girls Club, but season four was a big turning point. For the show, this is when we start to get like our really recognizable people. That's when we got Natalie Nunn and sorry, let me turn my um my notifications off. I am so sorry. Let me turn that on silent. And um, this is when we got like Natalie Nunn, and we got a lot of the big fights and um. 
this is when I feel like a lot of people started to really take notice of the show. This is when we started to get a lot of people with these catchphrases, like I run LA and stuff like that. And I feel like this is like the very, very beginning, not quite, we're not quite there yet, but that beginning inkling of Bad Girls Club being a possibility to like make you an influencer. But even, even still, this was before influencers. But because Natalie Nunn is so instrumental to a lot of TV in the future, you know, you have to take notice of that. And I think that's also when it becomes more of a spectacle. It becomes it it's becomes less of over oh, here to change and more of let's make good fucking TV. Um and of course you could make the argument that like technically in season two we we do have Tanisha and Tanisha is still a very big figure in the world of reality TV. Natalie and Tanisha do things way differently. And so it's it's I'm just speaking on different trajectories here. But anyway, let's get started. We are on um season two of Bad Girls Club, episode two. The episode one was so fucking good. This was um when uh we ended the episode on uh Tanisha getting ready to kill Darlene because Darlene was talking shit and now she's drunk. <laughs> So we start the show, we start the episode with, because we ended, we ended like kind of on a cliffhanger. So we start back up and they are still going at it. Um, Tanisha is ready to rip this girl's head off. And Darlene is wasted. She is so drunk. People are telling her like, just girls, just go to bed. Just go to bed. And Tanisha says that she always felt a bad vibe from Darlene. Because, you know, if we remember, she did kind of say, like, from the beginning, she didn't feel like Darlene was going to be her cup of tea. And Cordelia, I told y'all Cordelia was the mastermind of the house. Cordelia is very impressed with herself because she managed to get back at Darlene for that mess at the club, you know, where Darlene was kind of talking shit. She managed to get back at her for that without even lifting a finger. I'm impressed with myself that I got to um, get back at Darlene without having to lift a finger. Now, there's some commentary to be had about a Cordelia, a white woman, utilizing a black woman to do her dirty deeds. But at the end of the day, I, I do think that Cordelia knew what Darlene said was fucked up. And and I will say Cordelia like said at the time to Darlene that that was fucked up and she shouldn't have said that. So I think also Cordelia really didn't like that Darlene said that shit and so she wanted Tanisha to know like hey she's talking shit. But I just want to point that out because I know that there's going to be somebody online somewhere be like was she? I get that the optics of that are a little strange. Black women are not guard dogs. We got it. But at the same time, this is Bad Girls Club. And what's Bad Girls Club without somebody being a little messy? So, um, Darlene is crying on the phone to her friend. And, like, Cordelia, I guess Cordelia, (laughs) I watched this episode a few days ago. So I'm going through my notes. I'm like, "Did did this happen? Cordelia is, like, yelling at Darlene, telling her to, like, go be a mother. 
and like Darlene that really stuck with Darlene and you know that's like a you know as I said that becomes a theme on Bad Girls Club like if a girl comes into the house already being a mom and you get into a fight with somebody trust that person is going to at some point talk about how you're a shit mother because you came to the show and you know as I've said before I don't think come you choosing to be on a reality show for a short period of time I mean, it's not just it's not a super short period of time but for a kind of you know it's but it's not forever it's not for a year you choosing to go on a reality show and potentially you know it's a good opportunity you could pretend you, you're gonna make money off of this so you're gonna make some money off of it uh you know and this is potentially a bigger opportunity for you and you have somewhere that your child can be and you know they're safe then what's the big deal about it you know if you're a mom like you literally just can't do anything because people will judge you yeah. people will judge moms for doing anything they were like well why aren't you with your kid you should be with your fucking kid you know they love throwing that at moms when they come onto the show and i think you know, I think now, nowadays, like, you know, people would be more critical of, like, people saying things like that back then. Girl, you could just say anything to people. But also, nine times out of ten, the mom that this was said to is gonna go off. That's the other thing, too. They know that's gonna piss them off. So, that's why they say it, because they know it's gonna set that that woman off. You know, why are you talking about my mothering skills? Like, I'll never forget on Flavor of Love Charm School, Smiley. Laylene, aka Smiley, um, and somebody was it Boots? Maybe somebody said something about her being a mom and a stripper, and she went off. And this was, you know, we never really saw her go off like that. But when you talked about her being a bad mom and criticizing her mothering skills, she went the. She was like, "I'm a damn good mother." That shit was so fucking funny. Um. But I felt bad for Laylene because I feel like they were really coming for her. But anyway, this is not about Flavor of Love Charm School. However, I should talk about it at some point because it's so fucking good. Maybe I'll make that like a bonus or I'll put that on Patreon when I get that set up. But anyway, um, so uh, Darlene's on the phone crying to her friend. I think his name is Hector. And um, Lyric decides to insert herself because she thinks she's fucking Niyama Van Zant. And she's on the phone with Hector, and and he tells Lyric that Dar- back home, Darlene is known for drama and fighting and being out of control. Um, and he told her like, "Hey, like, just please watch Darlene when she's drunk. Watch her when she's drunk, cause she just gets crazy." So what we're seeing now is the beginnings of kind of the divide of what the house is going to be for most of the season. So. Tanisha and Tanisha, Naveen, and Hannah kind of stick together most of the season. And we're starting to see the beginnings of this. So, like, Naveen is saying that she's not really feeling Darlene either. And um, so, yeah, her, Hannah and Tanisha kind of click up. Um, So some of the girls decide to go out. This is, like, after all this stuff is over. And um, Tanisha tells the girls that, you know, her mom was 
verbally and physically abusive and so now we you know we're learning a little bit of of tanisha and we're getting a little bit of vulnerability from her and um you know kind of finding out why she is the way that she is you know and darlene has decided to stay home and darlene is on the phone crying to her mom and it's funny because her mom you can tell her mom is so sick of her she's so over her shit her mama was and her mom kind of reminds me of my i feel like this would be my mom like my mom would support me but she knows how i am and if i call her talking about some bullshit especially when i was drunk me doing some dumb shit when i was drunk the first thing she's gonna say is i told you to stop to slow down with all that goddamn drinking so (laughs) but yeah like um her mom basically tells her like you know how nasty you are you know how nasty you can be you know the kind of shit that you say you say really nasty things when you get mad at people you know that and so i'm glad she called her out instead of just calling her ass i'm sure her mom is probably sick of her so the other girls are out having drinks and cordelia starts talking about her kinky adventures and hannah hannah and naveen are like grossed out by all this and they do that thing like me and my friend kind of have this thing too it's like when some crazy shit's going down going out going down and we either like just shoot each other a look or kind of tap each other under the table or kick each other or something something to signify but it like no there's nothing verbal we don't have to say anything we just know that's what naveen and hannah were doing they were like girl what the fuck Yeah, I love anal sex. I think Cordelia is absolutely pathetic. She wants attention from people. I've had everything in me. Really? Good for you. You want to, like, medal for that? What do you want? A pat on the back? But, you know, I get that. Like, sometimes, I remember back when I was younger and I was trying to fit in with people, I had this tendency to overshare and just tell about all these crazy things I did just to seem cool to people. And I started to realize that it was really fucking cringe and you know and then when you see other people you're, you're like oh that is fucking cringe yeah why am i doing that and um i think this this what's happening cordelia is just trying to fit in and but also the other girls they're kind of like slut shamey and like kind of judgmental like especially naveen like i feel like ever since cordelia told her she was a stripper she's looked at her a certain way but maybe you know i could be wrong so I'm gonna tell y'all, not that much happens in this episode, so we are not gonna, this episode is not gonna be very long. Um, cause this was, this episode is more of just the aftermath of other things, but this season is gonna get real spicy, trust me. Um, so, um, back at the house, Cordelia decides to sit down and talk to Darlene, and she kind of just wants to squash everything, and, you know, she just tells her, how she felt in that moment when Darlene was telling her all that stuff about her being insecure and you know when she was just trying to open up to her and just be tell her how she was just feeling in that moment like how she was just feeling about her bad about herself and Darlene kind of just made it worse I didn't mean anything that I said it was just I felt so attacked and I just you know what I mean when you feel attacked you go for whatever you can and Darlene is like, you know, I, I, I'm sorry. I don't remember saying any of that, but I'm like, girl, we remember you saying it though. I remember what you said. It's all on camera. Do you want me to roll that beautiful bean footage? Cause we saw it girl. Um, 
And so then Cordelia, now that she squashed everything with Darlene, she she wants to talk to Tanisha to kind of squash it with her. And girl, Tanisha not hearing none of that shit. She said, and I, I agree with this statement. She said drunk Darlene was her her true feelings. The shit she said she when she was drunk, that's how she really feels. And I agree with that. Um, to an extent. But yeah, a lot of the times people like let their true like say the things they really mean, the things really on their mind. Some of the fucked up things people say when they're drunk, that's really where their heart is. But they that's not something they would ever say, you know, when they're sober and have a filter. Or, you know, don't have that liquid courage. Sorry. But what is it? Isn't it like a drunk mouth is a sober mind or some shit? Something like that. But yeah, I totally see where Tanisha's coming from with that. It's fucking true. I'm lost. Okay. Um, so yeah, um, it's not happening. Uh, at least not today. Tanisha is not hearing none of that shit. All right. Are y'all ready for the cringy part of the episode? So, um, Genevieve's friend named PJ he rolls up to the house to hang out with the girls and are y'all ready are y'all ready for another 2000s fashion moment our boy pj walks up to the house with his spiky hair impeccably styled styled spiky to that there a jersey it was like a basketball jersey it was like a basketball jersey or something and then the douchiest of douchey long ass shorts walk the runway serve the runway look a hot mess on that runway and that was your 2000s fashion moment okay so anyway he they all start drinking and doing shots now that you know Genovese's friend is here, the party can begin. But he looked like he looked exactly like the type of friend she would have. They, yeah, he looked like exactly like what she would hang out with back home for sure. And they do this thing. Okay, now I've done the thing where you take the shot and then you like, you know, lick the salt and suck. Ooh, excuse me, suck the lemon. But what they are doing is they are snorting salt and then squirting lime in their eye. And when they do the shot. Which, no. Like, this isn't jackass the fuck. Do I look like Steve-O to you? I'm not doing that shit. First of all, I hate that feeling when you accidentally get, like, lemon or lime in your eye. Fuck that. That's enough for me to be like, hell no. Sitting here snorting salt off the bar and squirting a lime in my eye and drinking a shot of Crown. We just have the whole world in our hands. Hell no. I, I probably would have just did it with them and then just like faked like I did the other stuff. Like I'm like, yeah, ooh, huh. I'm not squirting shit in my goddamn eye. Um, but I mean, for Genovicia, this checks out. This is definitely some shit she would do. So, um, so Genovicia and PJ take Darlene and Cordelia out with them, and Darlene starts flirting with PJ. Okay. Um, and of course, Naveen, Tanisha, and Hannah are at home talking shit. 
so yeah, like I said, this is the episode where we kind of start to see the divide. And this is how it's going to be for most of the season. So take note of that. So then we cut to um the crazy people that are out on the town. And Cordelia reveals... Now see what I said about oversharing to seem cool? So now Cordelia reveals that she also did porn. Which is fine. I don't judge her. But... Yeah, I think she's just kind of selling this stuff just to fit in and like seem cool. It's like, look at all this crazy stuff I did. But, um... Unfortunately, you know, people get judged for having done porn. People get judged for it now, but people really got judged for it back then. You know, this was before, you know, your, like, neighbor or, like, girl who sits behind you in your class, like, probably has an OnlyFans. This was before that. So, you know, back then, if you're like, I did porn, you know, it's like, ooh, it's very scandalous. Um... And then she demonstrates um, fellatio on a beer bottle. So that's fun. And Cordelia flashes her titties. Fun. And then PJ uh, shows off his little wee-wee to the girls. And apparently he has five stars tatted on his penis. Um, I guess he got good Yelp reviews. I don't know. I have a thing with that. Um, I'm someone who's very open-minded. I actually really... I love tattoos. I think tattoos are very attractive, depending on what they are. Um, And I love piercings, but, like, I have a thing with, like, genital stuff. Like, I don't know. I could... I think I might... I might get turned off if you've got, like, a tattoo on, like, your genitals. The piercing, I could maybe do it, depending on, like what kind it is like if it's a prince albert i'll probably get freaked out but if it's just a little thing like on the the edge i can't explain i don't remember what what that one's called but if it's something like that or something like on like your pubic like bone like up in that area i think i'd be okay um but a dick tattoo i don't know man i i, I might have to i might have to think about that one Because it's like, it's just cringe. It's so cringe. And, you know, I feel like certain body parts, like, just leave it alone. (laughs) Like, I don't need to put nothing on my vajayjay. Um, like, I, I I would reveal something to everyone. I do have my nipples pierced. But that's it. That's as far as it goes for me. I don't want anything done to my coochie. Now, I'm not judging anyone who wants that done, but I'm saying... That for me, I don't know if I. It might be weird if I tr- if we have sex, depending on where it is. Depending on where it is, if it's too invasive, I'm like, girl, I don't know, because I'm scared I might get hurt. I'm scared I might hurt you, or that I might get hurt. I don't know. It seems dangerous, and but the tattoo is extra extra cringy. But, um, you know, based on. What this guy looks like, I'm not surprised he has five stars tattooed on his penis. So then they get back to the house, and um, Darlene and Cordelia and PJ are doing some weird shit in the bathroom. What I think is, because Darlene and PJ have kind of showed an attraction to each other, I think they were getting ready to do some freaky shit. And because it's a reality show, there's really 
really the only place you can go without cameras following you is in the bathroom. So that's where they went. And then Cordelia is like naked with like a towel barely covering her. And she's trying to get in on whatever's going on. I don't know. And uh, then we end the episode with the weirdest shit. So Genevicia is like pussy out on the couch. Like her panties are like pulled down and she's like sitting on the couch and the other girls come in and they're like, what the fuck? And she's like, I got to piss. I got to piss. And she is like wasted. Just, just pussy juices all over the couch talking about she got to piss. And they're like, girl, go piss. Go piss, girl. It was weird and it was gross. It's like, girl, other people got to sit on that couch. That's fucking disgusting. I've been drunk, but not like that. And then we end the episode with Darlene, like, almost completely naked. Not quite, but almost na- butt naked. With, like, post-it notes all over her coochie. And that's where we end the episode. Um. So, yeah, like I said, this episode is kind of filler- um, it's kind of just to continue with what with the cliffhanger of the fight and then um just some drunk shenanigans. But like I said, this episode is important because this is the beginning of the house divide. And this is how it's gonna stay for most of the season. Um and I'm noticing we like, cause it it pretty much just seems clear. Cause uh, to be honest, Lyric is there, but she's just kind of not doing much. We're not seeing her much, but right now the big the big like six players we've got Naveen, uh, Hannah, and Tanisha over here, and then we've got Cordelia, Darlene, and Genevieve over here. Lyric is kind of just there, but this is this is the main divide we're going to be focusing on most of the season as far as what production and editing gives us and tells us. So, yeah, this is just a good establishing episode. Also, I don't know if I said the name of this episode. This episode is called Battle Lines, and it is it aired on December 11th, 2007. Oh, my God! As I record this at 2 a.m. on Monday, December 11th, today is literally the anniversary of this episode holy shit what a special moment to be in you guys all make a wish okay because this is never gonna happen again well it might but anyway (laughs) oh sorry about that anyway thank you so much for listening um please leave a review or um you know follow the podcast subscribe follow my instagram mattress in the pool at mattress in the pool pod i'm also on twitter slash x and my name is what is my name on twitter um i am on twitter at mattress that's capital m mattress underscore pod so yeah look me up have a good time um i will see you guys next week Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.